0: To, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. I hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. My name is Brittany. Welcome if this is your very first time, and welcome back if you are here all the time. I am hanging out right now with my littlest guy who is in the swing. Uh, so, you probably, number one, hear the swing in the background, and number two, probably will hear him fuss and then need to nurse all at some point during this episode. So, you know what I'm working with. We actually just went to his one month appointment today and uh, he's my third boy and is already quite the chunk. I have to look up. I have to pull my other kids' records because um, both my older sons, I remember my first son was 15 pounds by his two-month, and I remember thinking that was super normal. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just, like, how babies get, right? i are like, oh, your baby's, like, in the 90 – he was, like, in the 95th percentile for weight all the way through. Now he's uh, – my oldest is right, like, 50-50 for everything. He's right in the middle. But then my second son passed that. He was like 15 pounds, five ounces at the two month. So it'll be funny to see you now this third guy was 11 pounds, 15 ounces at his one month. So they were very happy that he was 88th percentile and we'll see where he goes. So anyways, needless to say, we don't go that long between nursings. <laughs> I am breastfeeding. I um, already actually attempted a bottle at one point just to see how it would go. We have a wedding coming up and wanted to see. But anyways, this is not why you're here. I just wanted to, you know, fill you in on where my day's at. (laughs) I hope your day is going well uh, and I'm sure is busy in its own way too. Um, I do want to talk today about how to lose fat and change the shape of your body. So little quick recap for me. I'm not going to go through my whole like life's journey here. But when I first got into really into working out, it was with cardio and like what I thought was healthy foods. So this was probably right around sixteen, seventeen, where we were going to a family community center so I could start working out there. It wasn't really like, okay, let's go to the gym. It was that my mom took water aerobics classes and, you know, I had access to the gym during that time. So I just kind of started going with her a couple times a week and my MO was just kind of hop on an elliptical because that cardio machine looked fun. There were always a lot of people on it. It seemed like a better option than the treadmill or the bike to me. I'd grab some magazines and I would glide on that thing for like 30 to 45 minutes. Maybe at the end I tested out a few machines that didn't look so scary or I finished with core, always core, because we always want the abs, right? And I'd do some planks, some crunches, whatever stretch, and that was it. And then on the nutrition side, It was the big special K bar trend. I was eating special K cereal for breakfast, special K. I don't know if any of you remember this or unfortunately fell into it like I did, but I remember that's what they like toted as the special K diet was have special K for two meals a day, then have one regular meal. So it was like special K cereal, special K bar, and then, you know, food, whatever. It was so low calorie and this was at the time I was dancing I was super active as well. But I thought this is how I was going to get in shape and look really good. And I was kind of going through like a late puberty time. So I was kind of gaining some weight. And even though I was so active, so I was looking to all these things. I remember buying Slim Fast shakes then right after that one. I know I had my license by that point because I remember like putting them in my car. And it's just uh, that was kind of where I came from. It was calorie counting, looking for anything low calorie, low fat, trying all those kinds of things like Slim Fast, Special K. Again, thinking low calorie was the best. Like, oh, good. It's 100 calorie packs, like those kinds of things. Like, that's a good snack. It's only 100 calories. So not at all focused on whole, clean foods. N- knew nothing about counting macros, whatever. Then I started running was really the first or the next step, I guess, was in college when I – um Came back from being abroad in Austria, I had gained some weight and and just randomly decided to do a half marathon. And I thought, okay, again, running is probably a good way to get in shape. So it was always cardio, cardio, cardio. After this point, after I was running, is when I finally got into strength training. And I was actually at a gym taking group fitness classes. And there was a body pump, for those of you who know what body pump is, it's kind of a group fitness with a barbell and use the plates kind of as free weights. So that's how I got into it, fell in love with it just from taking it. I finally started seeing my body change. I ended up getting certified in body pump. I then still was kind of in this rut. So I graduated college. I'm teaching body pump a couple times a week. I got uh, trained in a couple other classes to a core class and whatnot. But my body was still really not changing shape that much. Like initially I did see muscle tone coming on from the class, but then it kind of stalled out. So when my body really changed was when I started lifting on my own. I learned way more about lifting, started doing that a couple times a week outside of class because body pump, for those of you who take it or love it or whatever, it is a great intro for those who don't know how to lift weights. It really makes sure that you're doing things with, there's some form, some questionable form in it, but for the most part, it's going to teach you how to do weights well. The problem is it's very just high rep and low weight. So eventually your body might stop responding to that. You're not going to build new muscle. Like that's why I had that initial change in my body composition, but then my body just got used to that. And yes, you can go up in weight. However, it's still just this high rep setting where to gain muscle, you need to be in the lower rep range. So I started lifting on my own and then I finally learned about macros. Okay. Somewhere in here, I also got my personal training certification took, got my nutrition certificate, all of these things. And this like one to two years later is when my body totally changed shape. So it's hard when people ask back, like, when did, how long did it take when you started lifting and tracking macros? And it's like, I didn't even take before pictures kind of thing at that time, because I just thought I was already in pretty decent shape. By the time I was teaching body pump, I'm like, oh, okay, I feel much better than I ever have. I do know I'm strong, whatever. But then it was like, once it already happened, it was like, wow, okay, now I really (laughs) look a little more lean and toned. My body has totally changed. Then from there on, I still continued to whittle it down, lose more body fat once I knew what I was doing. So then I say it was about like six months to a year when I saw like another, say I was at 24% body fat, and then I got it down to like 2021. That was probably... I don't mean the year. I mean like twenty percent, twenty-one percent. I realized that sounded like I meant the year, but um, it took another six months to a year to drop even more body fat and gain more muscle. Okay, and then I've kind of since that. Like fast forward, this is where when I got married it was about five years ago, and that's when I was my lowest weight, which was just just under one forty. For those of you guys, I don't really share my own stats a lot, but there's a lot of you who think weight should be lower for whatever things. I'm 5'4", and I usually hover around 145 to 150. And this was the lowest I ever got it was before my wedding. I was like 138 and 20% body fat, or 19%. It was it, I might have dipped under 20 right before my wedding. So since then, I've had three babies. I've uh, had four pregnancies. I've nursed all my kids. That does matter because your body's going to cling to fat, all these things. So I will fluctuate between like 21 to 23. I'll, I'll go into this more later, like my own postpartum comeback. I just wanted to come on to do a bonus episode for you guys today. But uh, right now I'm at a month postpartum and I'm 23% body fat because I did take it because I would like, I want to know where my starting is before I even started really working out. I'm just doing gentle core right now. So anyways, this is how my body changed. Lifting weights. And track your macros. That is what you need to do <laughs> to see the change in your body composition. If you are simply counting calories, you're not gonna see your body change. You need to have that specific balance that works for you of your carbs, fat, and protein. Muscle needs protein to be built and to maintain. And if you are eating, like say you're just tracking 1,800 calories, just calories that completely matters. If you're only eating 60 grams of protein, that's not going to be enough for your body to build or maintain muscle, right? But 1800 calories and you're having like 130 grams of protein, that's going to be what your body possibly needs. Maybe it needs more, maybe it needs less. I'm just shooting out numbers. But that's a big difference. It's not just calorie for calorie, okay? You can't just... Eat 1,200 calories and expect your body to look different. Eat 1,800 calories, expect your body to look different. The macros really matter, and that is why. It's not just for your appetite, which totally does matter, because if you sit down and eat a meal that is just carbs, say you sit down and eat a bowl of granola, you're probably going to be hungry an hour later, right? But if you have the same calorie amount, but you have like Greek yogurt topped with granola, with two hard-boiled eggs, with a piece of turkey bacon... I would love to throw some greens in there too, say with a side of sauteed spinach and that equals the same as your big bowl of granola, you're gonna be so much more satiated because you have the fats, you have the fiber, you have the protein that's gonna keep you fuller for longer, right? But even beyond that, you have the fats and the protein that are fueling your muscles, that are k- keeping your muscles repairing. If you just worked out really hard the day before, that protein's gonna to go to the muscles to repair them. If you just worked out really hard right before that, the protein is going to go to the muscles to repair them. So what you eat matters. The quality of your food matters so much. It is not just calorie for calorie. The quality of your carbs, fat, and protein matter. So that's number one on the nutrition side. Number two is the strength training. It does not necessarily mean weights. There's lots of different ways you can strength train. You can do use bands. You can use body weight. It's basically just resistance training. You need to resist against something. And whatever that is, it might be your body weight. It might be your might be a dumbbell, might be a TRX, whatever. This is what is going to change the shape of your body. If you just do cardio and you do macros even, if that's what you do, like is you spin five times a week and you track your macros, you're like, okay, Brittany, I'm with you on the macros, but I really like to spin and run and that's all I do. That's where you're going to have the like skinny fat or the flabby body composition. And then I hear women say like, I just have these bat wings or... I just have, you know, this, these flabby legs. You don't have any muscle giving them their shape and forming what they look like. I didn't know if I'd have to grab them, but I think we're still good. <laughs> um, the weights or the resistance training or the strength training is what is going to make the difference. Now, here's the other thing. Most women are lifting way too late for their ability. When you are strength training you need to be lifting a weight that you feel like by the end of your set, you can only do two to three more reps. This is where I struggled even when I did like start start out lifting weights, even just kind of on my own outside of the body pump classes. I think we're nervous. I think we're hesitant or maybe a little embarrassed or unsure if we're at the gym and we just tend to gravitate. I know I did toward those 10 pounds, five pound weights to make sure we can lift them To, you know, not embarrass ourselves to look like we're struggling, you should look like you're struggling by the end of the set. I mean, think about if you do see this big guy working out at the gym, he's probably grunting, he's probably looks like he's in pain, his face is like all scrunched up. That's how he's going to make make change. That's how he's gonna add muscle. If you're standing there with your five-pound dumbbells doing 25 lateral raises because you feel like you can do them all day. Your shoulder, your lateral, your deltoids are not going to change by those very light lateral raises. So in your resistance training, it needs to be hard, even if it's body weight. I mean, that's some of the hardest resistance training, actually, you know, a body weight chin up or a body weight push up. Those are actually really difficult. You need to be pushing yourself. That is how your body's going to change. My body did not change until I started lifting heavy, which again means heavy for you. It means whatever heavy is to you and tracking my macros another note on the tracking macros we've already talked about how you know just counting calories is not the same thing just logging your food is not tracking macros this is what i've seen with many clients and many challenges where people are just recording it in the app i usually advise my fitness pal some people like lose it as well or other different types of apps some people actually even recently have preferred writing it on paper and going old school. That's fine too. That's a lot of math for me. So I don't do that. <laughs> I use my fitness pal. But a lot of people just log it, log it, log it, and then look at their day at the end of the day. And then it's like, oh, I was over 30 grams in carb. I was under 20 grams in protein and I was right on the money with fat. That's not tracking your macros. That is logging your macros. That is not hitting your macros. So all this to say... We are entering into our fall beginner challenge. There are many of you who have reached out to me and asked questions like, I am this height. I'm this weight. I do this three times a week. What should my macros be at? And I generally try to give you, I'm usually a little slow to respond. So (laughs) bear with me. It's always like a week later, but I will always give you a response eventually. And I will try to give you targets, but my answer is still always a little ambiguous of like, it's a lot of, you have to see as you go. Like you start out logging, but you see if you naturally eat more carbs or more fat, then you see how your body's responding through the workouts. Then you're going to climb up at one point. You're going to cut down. So you're going to reverse diet, all this stuff. It's very hard to just give you a canned answer and say, okay, good luck with it. This is what you're going to do. I try to do a lot of that through the podcast, Of telling you how to format it on your own but a lot of it is really observing how your body first responds in those initial times and same thing with like with the workouts if you're just starting to up your weights or you're adding muscle finally like your macros are going to need to change along with it not necessarily just if you've lost weight but if your body composition has changed so we are entering into our fall beginner macro and workout challenge this is an eight-week program where I do help you figure out what your macros are supposed to be. I help you learn how to track it. I give you a weekly focus, so we're not doing everything at once. It's one thing at a time. Okay, work on your water intake. Okay, work on your vegetables. Like, we take two whole months to really try to set and create these habits that hopefully stick well beyond this time, okay? I have had so many women go through this in three years and say, wow, this has totally changed my approach with nutrition. This has totally started changing the shape of my body. My purpose of the challenge, you cannot enter it expecting to look totally different at the end of eight weeks. Like, okay, now you've reached your goal. Probably you're not going to reach your goal during the challenge, but you should get a really good jump start on it and be equipped to continue after the challenge. That's my goal for you for it is to equip you with the knowledge and tools to keep going on your own. On the workout side, that is something that's nice. You don't have to think about it. All you need is uh, dumbbells and a resistance band with handles. And I have a PDF for you, but I also have full length workout videos. So that is huge because even just the demo videos only go so far. You watch the demo, then you're doing it. Throughout the full length video, you are hearing me coach you throughout. Brace your core here. Don't lean back. Make sure your form looks like this. That's another big thing. If you're strength training, but you're just whipping through it and you're doing it too quickly, you're using momentum or your form is trash. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. You know, we've all been there because we don't know. You you don't necessarily know what your form is supposed to be. I'm going to guide you through it. That's what the videos are there for. So I came on to let you know this challenge is starting Monday, September 13th. I have about 10 spots right now at the time of recording this. I do cap it at 25 and we're up to 15 or 14 right now. I need to, I haven't checked my email yet today, so we might have some more. So I have about 10 spots left. If you would like to join the challenge, this is for my ladies who have not done any challenges with me yet. If you've done the June intensive program, you're totally welcome to join. But if you've done past challenges, this one is just for beginners In January I'm going to have tons of new content for you ladies because I know some of you are chomping at the bit to do more challenges and I appreciate that and I will get them for you. I just want to be able to let my body heal postpartum and then record new videos for you so I don't want to be rolling out old content. So here we go for those of you who've been thinking about it who again have been trying to kind of piecemeal it. I get it. I piecemeal things a lot too Um, and there's so many, you know, we can't commit to eight-week challenges of everything, but if this is an area that really you've been trying to do the work yourself, you're like, okay, let's just go through it, really pay attention to the stuff for eight weeks, and see if I can get a good base to keep going on my own, the value is well beyond the eight weeks. The cost is $80, which, you know, 10 bucks a week. You also, the winner will get their $80 back, so you take before pictures, not everybody has to do this. I have some people who opt not to and that's fine. You just are not going to be able to win it. But who t- you take before pictures, you submit them and then we take after pictures and the winner is chosen based on how their body composition has changed, okay? So, who has gained lean muscle, who has lost body fat. 2 months is a good amount of time, you know, you will will see change between the photos. You shouldn't be at your goal yet, but you will see change. So, the winner's going to get their money back, number 1 number two we do weekly giveaways so say the weekly challenge is to drink 100 ounces of water and you have to verify that you did that we just go on our system on most of these things then i pick a name from everybody who did the challenge and whoever you know i pick a name and somebody wins a big water bottle or something like that okay there's cool there's protein bars as a giveaway there's uh pieces of exercise equipment all that stuff We're all there to encourage each other. We do have a Facebook group so that you can participate with each other, but you don't need to be on Facebook to participate. I have a couple ladies who I know already in this challenge are not participating on Facebook. That's totally fine. So if you've been on the fence, come join us. It will be super fun. It's my last beginner challenge of 2021. And I really, really think that it will give you the foundation that you need, especially if you have done the June challenge, the June program and you're still a little confused about macros and things. That was kind of me just giving you a program to follow. This is me teaching you. I'm going to hold your hand walk you through it. We also check in individually every other week. So you're hearing from me personally, looking at your food logs, and giving you feedback every other week. All right. So I would love to see you in there. You can go to fullest.com and go to the group coaching menu for 2021 and just sign up there. Or you can shoot me an email at fitmomlife2thefullest at gmail.com and if you have participated in my challenges before and this is all just old hat to you and you're still hanging on to the end of this episode I just want to keep encouraging you stick to the keys of fat loss it is strength training tracking your macros and then I add the third key is HIT as well but and there's HIIT incorporated into this program but keep rocking it that is what changes your body it's not doing a juice cleanse it's not going as low calorie as possible it is science. It really is the balance of carbs, fat, and protein and building muscle so that your body burns more calories just at rest, just sitting there than it does with less muscle. It really is. It's all science. It's not magic. It's science. Okay, ladies, thank you so much for being here with me today. I will talk to you next time. I hope you have a great day.